0: Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: My name is Mike Goldman, and welcome to On The Mic. Last podcast, I spoke to Professor Charlie Teo. If you haven't heard it yet, he's a neurosurgeon, one of the best in the world. This guy saves lives when other doctors give up. Worth a listen. Had people contacting me from all over the world, needing his help, and put them in contact So some incredible stories coming from that show. Uh, So I've been fascinated with brains since then, and I thought, let's get another brain interview going. So I lined up this guy called Phil Dye, and he has a company called Minds Brain Play. So Phil loves brains, not to eat, but everything to do with the brain. We see in my brain, we talk about military tech, brain control, micro-dosing, uh, the best meditation headgear, fasting for the brain, what kind of people have the most active brains, the stomach being the second brain, and I also get to play a video game with my brain. You can watch the interview on Instagram TV, YouTube, Facebook, and listen on Atunes Acast And where all good podcasts are found. I need some reviews, please. For some reason, when I switched over to the ACAST network, all my reviews just disappeared. So, please, I beg of you. I don't want to sound desperate, but I am. And don't forget to have a listen to some of my other shows. Gretel Colleen, the ex-Big Brother host. She's got her own podcast now worth having a listen to. Sonia Kruger, TV host, friend of mine. Julia Wheeler, the free diver. Lolla Berry, the yogi and food expert. Some great episodes to check out. Okay, here's Phil Dye, the brainologist. (laughs) Hi, welcome to On The Mic. My name is Mike Goldman coming to you from these amazing studios called Picture Sound in Crow's Nest, Sydney, Australia. And this is Phil. Hello, welcome to On The Mic. Thanks, Mike. Phil is from Minds Brain Play and he is a brainologist. Is that what you call yourself?
0: Yeah, someone who's sort of very interested in the brain and really I'm a citizen scientist that specialises in the brain.
1: Well, the reason why I got you on the show today is because I recently found out that I'm the world's first living brain transplant donor. Well, that's what my mum told me, and my dad, and a few of my friends over the years. But I thought you could probably uh, figure out if I have a brain. So you've donated already? Apparently, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, that's I've yeah. just done some things that people just figured that that's what happened.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, look, I can I can actually do a bit of a check on you today just oh, to perfect. make sure that you've got one.
1: Can do you take Medicare? I I do <laughs> I do. So you're not a brain surgeon
0: or anything? No, like that. I'm sort of I'm not a doctor. I was an educator at the University of New South Wales. Uh, where I was teaching people about the brain and yeah. uh, about the power of the brain, what it's capable of doing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And at that university, um, years before, that had a project teaching quadriplegics how to drive their wheelchairs with their brain, just simply with their thoughts. Are you serious? Absolutely. That's yeah.
1: crazy. So what, they would sit in the wheelchair and just go... Mm, turn left, turn left, turn left. Or they think turn left and the wheelchair goes left. Or? No,
0: they think certain things like patting their dog, right. which is something they'd never do again. Right. They'd have that memory. That would make the wheelchair go in a certain way. Right, so or but are
1: they going to go through those thoughts in their head to try and figure out what thought makes the wheelchair go left?
0: Correct. They've got That's to actually right. program
1: the wheelchair. So it's like re- reprogramming a, a computer. It's exactly right. I, I can yeah. read, and I did read a book once that was about the elasticity of the brain. And the, the, the amazing power that the brain has to be able to rewire things if things aren't working properly. For example, um, I do a lot of work with the Shepherd Centre. They, they teach kids how to uh, listen and speak. I'm an ambassador because I've got a bit of a hearing loss problem myself. And uh, we do a, an event every year called Loud Shirt Day where we wear these bright coloured shirts and, yep. and raise money for the centre because it's only partly funded by the government. It's, it's a great organisation. But something I learned from them is that uh, a lot of kids that are born without hearing, they can they can... In, attach these implants into their brain, and their brain rewires to work with that, so they can actually hear their surroundings. That's it's right, incredible. Well,
0: cochlear implants are like mm. that too. That's exactly what it was. Yep.
1: I just couldn't remember the name of it. Yeah, yeah. Cochlear implant. Yeah, cool, man. That's that's incredible. So, how did you get involved with this contraption that goes on your head? And we're going to see what's going on in my brain here. And also during the interview, we're going to try out some new technology where just whatever random thoughts happen in my brain. Will just appear on, on this screen on on this big brain behind us. So uh, if you, if we we won't refer to it because we won't actually be able to see it, but you'll be able to see it at home.
0: Well, look, you know, I, I after um, hearing about these these quadriplegics that were driving their wheelchairs, I thought, well, what's Google and Apple going to be doing with this over the next few years? Um, people will be able to use their brain to do all sorts of things in a consumer sense. Mm. So uh, I wanted to to take it out to. The community take it to the streets, use it for education, but also for entertainment.
1: Entertainment, well, because we really we've got these computers at the end end of our hands, like the iPhones, which are kind of, yeah, you know, they're almost in our bodies. These supercomputers in our hands. and like we're, we're evolving really, and people are starting to put different contraptions on their brain and try. I mean, yeah. the stuff that yeah. that would be going on. Uh, the hardware they'd be using on people's brains in a military sense would just be out of this world. Absolutely.
0: And, and you, you talk about these computers that we hold, our phones, they've actually changed mm. our brains. They've actually changed the way our brains work. Really? Uh, yep. Now we, be with all the multitasking we do, and I saw someone this morning walking down the street with their headphones on, sending a text message, and they still don't run into a poll. Mm. Um, now that's multitasking. Peripheral vision. Absolutely. Immense peripheral vision. It takes a lot of neuron activity. Hmm. And all of these different groups of neurons have to work inside their head. Whereas when we didn't multitask as much, Hmm. it was only one group of neurons, or perhaps two, who had to do the work. But now... We've had to use neuroplasticity to link all of the different neurons in our brain to do this
1: task. Yeah, so you, you're basically training your brain to uh, to be able to look out for stuff. Like I worked on radio for years and you'd have to know, okay, I'm playing that song, I'm checking the volu- the volume on that song and the volume on my microphone and making sure the guest's there and answering the phone calls and surfing the internet for information for my next interview all at the same time so it's just uh that's how we train ourselves to do things all right let's get started i want to i want to see this stuff i want to see what it does it looks like amazing technology on your
0: head will i come around
1: oh okay yeah yeah, sure
0: i suppose the good news is that yes you do have a brain i've got a
1: brain yeah high
0: five for the brain very good for the brain you've got oh now, when we just clapped hands, you went white then, right? It was a, a, sudden, a sudden feeling on your hand. Mm-hmm. It put your neurons up into a high zone called gamma or close to flight or fight, actually.
1: Yep. Okay, so like, look, there's nothing going on in my brain. Oh, no, there's a little, little bit going uh, on in my brain now because I'm talking, the right-hand side. Yep. Okay, so if I just shut up, does that mean that it'll go blank and there'll be nothing there?
0: No, if you shut up, your, your brain is still um, telling your uh, lungs to work. It's still telling you how to sit in the chair without falling off. off.
1: I'm a good meditator. Seriously, I reckon I can turn... Look, now it's going nuts because I'm thinking heaps of stuff. Now I'll turn it off.
0: Well, You've still got this one group little... B- oh, no, okay. they're all coming on. I they're all coming it. on. It's not working. Now, if you if you ate, you would go into a different different phase too. When you really? ate, eat, people eat, they go into brown or a theta state... Um, which is immensely, it's a happy state, yeah? It's oh. when your brain batteries, and I like to say, well, each of your 100 billion neurons is like a battery. We have a billion neurons? 100, 100 billion. billion. 100 billion of them. But theta is when your neurons are in, it's about a quarter of the way up, mm. and it's when your brain is most activated for memory. Yeah? That's memory, crazy. satisfaction, contentment. So when people eat, they go into that brown. That, well, you're in it now.
1: Now uh, you were talking about food. I was thinking about chicken wings. Okay, thinking about chicken wings, what comes up? Chicken, mmm, chicken. Wow. I want to eat some chick. Actually, I had chicken for lunch. I, uh, maybe my stomach's just going no, telling my brain no.
0: Well, maybe it is, or it's not. Th-
1: Your brain knows there's no real chicken Do you ever there. have someone's brain come up on there and you go, okay, there's something wrong, you need to see a doctor? I can
0: tell you a story. Yeah, really? I, I do this with groups of five or six people and yep. and uh, one time I had a guy now if you look at this this is purple it's brown different colors his was all white he was completely white the whole time and I play a game and he won this game and I thought that's amazing this I said look it's in, it's in a very high state everyone's brains different um, and he went oh okay I, you know okay that's good I'm glad you know and I was packing up at the end of the night and and uh, I was on my own in the room packing everything up, and he ran back in, and he said, Oh, Phil, look, I'm, I'm really sorry. I've mucked it up for everyone. I'm really sorry. I said, No, you didn't muck it up. Everyone's brain's differently." He said, Look, I shouldn't. I shouldn't have, but before I came, I had a couple of lines of Coke. And I, I went, <laughs> Oh, well, that explains so his, it. So his
1: brain was just going.
0: It was his brain batteries were right up the top.
1: Right, so, right up the top. Uh, so clearly I'm not on drugs
0: Clearly you are not on drugs You may need some But no, no, you're not on them
1: <laughs> Have you ever seen anyone uh, put this thing on And decided that you had to report them to the police Because some really bad stuff came up
0: No No, but uh, It's the sort of technology that was used for lie detection Oh, really? Yeah, well they, oh, no. Something like this And together with your heart, rate.
1: Actually, just reminded me. Uh, there's a series on Netflix, uh, "Making a Murderer," and it, it's done unbelievable things all over the world. Second series at the moment. Basically, the cops framed this guy with a murder. He's in jail for something he didn't do, and they they put these electrodes on his head and, and did a brain examination, which apparently they, they do uh, to criminals, mm-hmm. and they ask them stuff that they, the criminal wouldn't know about the crime. Uh, to see if it lights up a part of their brain that says they do know about it. Uh-huh. So they'll say a whole heap of things to them that, that, that they would know about a crime, and then they'd say something that only the police know and only the criminal know, Yes, but general public wouldn't know. So if this person's same part of their brain lights up, they're guilty.
0: And that would be the memory part, which is deep down inside near the hippocampus. Yeah, yeah that lights
1: up, ooh, the, the, the hippocampus it's their memory yeah is that the hippocampus it hip- sounds like a place where hippies go for it de- holidays <laughs> it does but it's right deep down inside your brain
0: now if i'm going to turn it around to the side it's do right i to, to move deep, around and i'll see if i can get where way? your hippocampus is okay. oh, by the oh, look, way we're so going we're, into your neurons if you're now, listening to this
1: way. on the podcast we're actually uh, diving straight into inside my brain so we're seeing these incredible patterns and 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 colours that are flashing all over the screen. It's, it's just bizarre. Little
0: tiny uh, diamonds. They're your neurons, and off it comes an axon, which is a—you know—it's where the electricity flows. Mm. Um, but, yeah, the hippocampus is responsible for memory. And you know, the good news is that we can actually make new neurons. We're born with 100 billion. Mm. We might lose a few along the way, but we can make more, and we make them by doing sweaty, vigorous exercise.
1: Oh, okay, cool. So, so that's another reason why we should all go to the gym. Uh, in, absolutely.
0: And the newer research is that those new neurons are, are responsible for new memories. Now, that's the hypothesis at the moment, but you can, I can see where the research is going, that the more we actually exercise and create the new neurons, the
1: more we learn new things. So uh, obviously, you've got to keep at the top of your game. You've got to know all the latest things that are going on. What's what's really surprising you about brain technology that's coming out? Um, Look the. The, the brain technology, not so
0: much, but the what we've learnt from the technology is that we n- we don't have a left and right brain where the left brain is for logical, rational thought mm. and the right brain is for creative, musical thought. Are you kidding? No. I, I thought that was true. It's all crap. It's all I always it's all thought, rubbish.
1: oh, my left brain's better because I'm always off with the fairies and thinking of crazy stuff and my no. right brain is just to do the proper things that I know I have to eat. And No. no, no. Okay. Look, we, we've, not, we've thought that for hundreds of years, but... It's, it's not true. So it's all different parts of the brain working, doing different things. Some people
0: have what's called a modular brain, where only one little group will be responsible for something. Other people, and you, I think, would have a non-modular brain where you've got lots of
1: different... Shit going on everywhere.
0: Lots of different stuff. And oh, here, look. Here's uh, Boris. Oh. Here's Boris. Boris's brain. <laughs> and oh. and you, you, Mike, would have one, two, three, four, five, six different groups of neurons responsible for doing one
1: thing. Wow. Some people crazy. only have one. Ew. Oh, there's a, ew, that's disgusting. There's a lot going on in there. Brains are so ugly, aren't they?
0: They are not very nice. No. look
1: like sausages all crammed in there together. Is it true that we only use 10% of our brain and we don't know what the other 90% is used for? Have we figured that out yet?
0: No, look, it's true we only use about 10% of our brain at any one time. Mm unless we're in flight or fight and we have to do something drastic
1: to save our lives to
0: save our lives then our brain will become far more activated hmm. but yeah at any one time only 10% and that's why they're saying if we can somehow channel that remaining 90%
1: and not have to you know use google cloud or uh, hard drives—you can just plug into your side of your head, and you've got that ninety percent there that you can use as a backup.
0: It's very Black Mirror. It's that episode. You of never Black know Mirror. that stuff could happen.
1: But there's, there's all sorts of crazy theories going around as to what that other ninety percent is used for, and if it's some sort of other sense that that we're working on, whether it's like mental telepathy or yeah. the power to move things with your mind or whatever. But we haven't figured any of that out. What do you, What do you think that the other ninety percent is for? Uh, just functional look, stuff like breathing then, or just the things... Look, well, that you... we
0: know that it's for breathing. It's, yeah. We know it's for moving our arms and our legs and, mm. or, and for smelling and doing all that sort of things. I think we can probably take some lessons from dogs. Um, you know, dogs use their brain for a whole lot of different things and they actually can know when humans are in certain uh, emotional states. Dogs are fantastic. And I think dogs in some ways are more developed than we are. They've learnt to understand signals that come from other animals.
1: In tune with their emotions, you mean? in tune, Like being able to sort of sense stuff, not they just through sense. their nose, but there's like a sixth sense.
0: Yep, they can sense. And, and dogs can actually tell when people's brain electricity is too high. And this is why dogs for epileptics, for example... Calm them down. Well, no, they know when they're about to have a fit the dog can actually tell
1: yeah i think i saw that in a documentary once there was a uh, a young girl who had a dog it was a pet and that was stopping her from having so many fits yep Yep. service dog care dog
0: yeah if we can link into how a dog does it Mm. then we can link into how humans do it Mm. i think animals have got us got it all over us really in some ways
1: yeah well um dr charlie teo who uh, has the uh, charlie teo foundation he's uh, one of australia's if not one of the world's best brain surgeons uh, he is currently doing clinical trials on medicinal marijuana on the brain, and uh, and because you know they always want to try new things and and, and uh, see if it can shrink tumours and what have you. Have you heard anything uh, in in that aspect that other people are doing around the world, or, or diff- different kind of tr- kinds of treatments for for brain disorders like Alzheimer's or? Uh, uh, yes, look, uh,
0: there's there's a lot of work done in that line that you're describing, mm. uh, not only with marijuana but with LSD, with mescaline. Mm. Um, What's mescaline? It's from a sort of cactus in Mexico. It's oh. a very, you know, it's like... Not like mescal. And, uh, that's The tequila?
1: That's like a, it's a, Yeah, it's a similar Me- is thing. Is mescaline the same stuff? Because I love mescal more than tequila.
0: No, I think mescal's got the name from mescaline. That's a bad I'm, drug, n- yeah. I'm not 100% sure.
1: Not, not up on the drugs. I'm not- Mexican
0: drugs from cactus and plants like peyote. Right. Um, okay. But there is research into that, mm. but not doing it like the hippies did it in the 1960s, but yeah. doing it with the micro dosing, oh, with the yeah, very yeah. tiny doses. That's
1: a big thing in Silicon Valley at the moment. Absolutely. Or, or all these, these tech gurus, a microdosing every day before they go to work. I mean, they're not doing enough drugs to, to be able to be pinging off their nut on dancing on a podium at a dance party, but just, just enough to put their brain in a different state where they would you know, think about things that, that they quite often wouldn't talk about. Like Bill Gates has experimented with it, he said, and also um, um, oh, the inventor of Apple. Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs Steve Steve hmm. Jobs you did a lot he went to India and, and you know he was uh, microdosing or doing LSD when he came up with yep. the iPhone apparently Yep I'd only heard
0: of it briefly until I had a group of 6 come to one of my sessions hmm. and they all were into the science of microdosing Really and they they swore by it They swore by it all. They said that it stimulated their intellectual capabilities. Um, But I said, well, you know, it's a bit bad for you, you know, if you take some... But they said the dosage was so small Mm. that it wasn't going to physically affect them. Mm. Uh, And I thought, well, if drugs are going to be used like that, it's Mm. probably okay. Mm. Um, You know, if it's in controlled environments, sure.
1: You know, in 100 years from now, we're probably going to say sugar was worse and what the hell are we doing Eating so much sugar. I mean, the, the links with sugar and cancer now are so obvious. And, and, you know, if people think that it's not bad for you, I mean, you, what, can those people not read? Uh, <laughs> There's uh, so many different uh, studies out there that say how bad it is. So um, so what what's next? What else happens with these these electrode things? You call these electrodes that are on my head? Yeah, they're sensors, they're sensors. They just measure the amount of electricity that comes
0: out of different neuron groups inside your head, okay. yeah? You could actually play a game using your thoughts to control gaming characters. Are you kidding? No, no, we could oh. we could do that if you wanted oh, like to try
1: the, it. The guy trying to drive the wheelchair using that same kind of thing. Yeah,
0: it's a bit different in that you fire fireballs at your opposition by putting your brain up into a certain certain place electrically into a high electrical zone, and your character oh. will fire fireballs at another character. We could do that to see how you go. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to? Yeah, sure. Yeah, but I'd, we'd have to take twenty seconds to sort of train your brain. Do you mind doing that? That's right. Let's let's do some brain training. Okay. Well, this is a it's a fairly basic game. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll do a single player. We'll make it like that. We'll train you. Now you're going to be this character here. The first thing you've got to do is train your character as what is your low brain waves. Yeah? Yeah. Now, in the real game, you don't want to go into that. Mm. But you're going to slowly count to ten, Mike. Ready in mm. your head. In your head, ready, set, go. Excellent. Now what that wasn't got to ten. Do, I was only up to seven. That's all right. It was ten seconds here. It was <laughs> fine. Now what you've got to do is think of something really exciting, something really stimulating, and no, no one is going to ask you what you're thinking, and it's not going to come up here there on it the is. back. <laughs> <laughs> Or you can think of a fear. Cockroaches, snakes, sharks, whatever you want to think about. Something to
1: make my brain have a lot of electricity. Absolutely. So can you just... Do you have to actually think of something or can you push electricity to your brain? No.
0: If you push it to your brain and try and use your body, you're going to actually get all of the electricity down into your body. What you've got to do is keep it in
1: your brain and make it come through the senses. So I can't just go... And it's not... Probably
0: be worse. Okay. So
1: I've got to be the the real... Uh, guy from the X-Men where he, what's, his, what's his name? The guy that Not Magneto Incognito Cognito oh, I can't remember what his name is you got to get Patrick your brain Stewart's To character. put the electricity out You look a bit like Patrick Stewart Oh thank you and If we talk like this And have a Thespian <laughs> accent You could be Patrick Stewart From Star Trek <laughs> I wish Maybe That'd we'll do the rest of the interview Talking like Patrick Stewart Okay let me be the Chinese okay. man And fire some fireballs From my brain
0: Okay you've got to Think up Think of that hard thing Ready The fear Ready Ten seconds Ready Set Go
1: I can't, man. I'm, I, I didn't fire no, one ball.
0: No, no, we haven't started playing the game yet. Oh. You actually are, because that red bar came up. Now you're going to be playing the woman on the on here, the woman in red. When am She'll I She'll be firing you in about. Did I fire Three balls seconds. Then? Here we go. Oh, Okay, wait a minute. You're him. You're playing against her. Come on, get your brain. Ah, oh, shark. Up. Get your brain. <laughs> up there, Mark, <laughs> <laughs> now, if you yell, it's not going to work, and if you laugh, it's not going to work. Oh, geez, that was a gimme. Okay, come on, really think serious. That's better, Mike. That's better. Nearly a little bit more. Come on, Mike. Get your brain up there. You might have to close your eyes and think of something really horrible, scary.
1: I want to think of something nice. Do think of something really good? No, nice won't do it. Oh, really? She's it's got to be she's something actually, scary. She's, she's obliterating She's nailing me. She's nailing you now. See oh, if you... I'm thinking of sharks, but it's not working. Maybe I'm not scared enough of sharks. Think I... of something worse. Um, let me think. Carrie ann Kennelly. No, no she's no, not that bad that uh, you got to think of something really bad You're um, going to be annihilated here, Mike you've got to get another shot away um, uh, Donald Trump for dinner I don't know uh, Hillary Clinton naked
0: no, that didn't yes, that did it that that's the one that did it <laughs>
1: yeah, That's the one that's I just keep thinking one. of that
0: yeah. No, must have to think of someone else now. Your brains realised no, that Hillary, Hillary Clinton is not really yeah, in the
1: room. My, my brain doesn't really have much going on, does it? You fired a couple so, of shots,
0: but not not as give much, me something to think of. To what win. should I think of? Uh, cockroaches, spiders crawling around on the floor. Lots of spiders, and they're going to crawl up your trousers.
1: No, no, not working. Okay, well, I'm Oh, dead. you did. I'm dead. I only fired off two shots. But that's the sort Mike of thing loses. that your brain can
0: do, yeah? That's the sort of thing that, that gamers are now starting to do to control their um, games it's with It's getting them, a bit lazy though,
1: isn't it? You know, I mean, you used to sit there with a controller and now you just sit there with this thing on your head and you go, just think of stuff and you're playing a game. I know. It's, it's
0: like, will we need our body in the end that much to mm. do things? You know, will we see a, dev- a devolution of our fingers?
1: Yeah, so what, what does that mean? Do you think like we're not we're not going to be using our fingers so much for the next thousand years? So they'll just sort of start to disappear. Well, that's what
0: evolution's about. The less we use, the less we use the things. Um, you know, we we don't have a need for them. They won't. They won't grow. They won't happen.
1: What kind of uh, like brain adapters do you think will be coming out in the future? Like uh, let them, the uh, I listened to a podcast the other day. I think it's called Bulletproof and uh, this guy he does all this biohacking on his body and his brain and he tries Mm. out all the new stuff and he was talking to a guy from a company who works with the u.s military and he couldn't talk about all the stuff they do but he said there's definitely countries uh having experiments with the brains where they're they're putting chips on people's brains so you know what the other people in the battlefield are doing and you work together go in the same direction and so on yeah
0: uh look i think in the military they're the leaders of it uh as far as what Uh, the big consumer company is going to bring out. The next thing we see, and we'll see it very soon, is that uh, it'll be a cap that you put on when you're driving. Mm. And then when you want to call someone, you just think a certain thing and that'll call someone. So you won't have to touch your phone at all. You'll have a, a key list of 10 10 people that you call, each of those 10 will have a brain pattern associated with it, and all you have to do is think a certain thing, create the brain pattern, and your phone will call that person.
1: Dan, I keep calling my ex girlfriend. No. Well, it's open <laughs> to mistakes, isn't it? You know? Sir, but it's not necessarily thinking of someone, it, it's thinking of a thought that creates a certain electrical impulse. And, you, and you, you tell a computer, say, okay, when that impulse comes up, that means call mum. Yeah, it's when that pre- that pattern comes up in your brain, so th- that so pattern like we saw before. So basically people have to, in the future, people will have to figure out uh, what electrical patterns are going on in their brain through like an, uh, an app on the iPhone and something that they put on their head and saving it so they know they can always think of that pattern. And that will make your phone do something.
0: That's absolutely right. But just as you found before, when you when you thought of Hillary Clinton, it fire, the, fire the shot, <laughs> then you tried to do it again. But yeah. it didn't fire the shot. But- it means your brain gets used to it and you have to constantly change it. So if you had a certain thought to call Joe one day, two days later, you might have to change that thought to call Joe. Now, this is where, you know...
1: It all falls down a bit. Yeah, because your, your brain patterns change. Or, or do they? Do we just not understand them enough and and maybe they're staying the same but they're just sort of moving around a bit?
0: No, the, the brain realises that that um, you're just faking it to try and call Joe, that you're actually trying to train it. and You know, I suppose you can think of a a certain style of pizza and that's going to be quite the same. Mm. But if you think of a fear, your brain realizes that there's nothing there to scare you. Mm. So it's not going to do the work for you.
1: So at, at the moment, for the time being, I guess we just have to say, hey, Alexa, or hey, Siri, turn on the lights. Hey, Alexa,
0: call my friend. And in some ways, that's easier than trying to think of something.
1: It is a hell of a lot easier. Yeah. Um, so you take this around to schools, workplaces, and, and what kind of stuff do you go through? You play the game. Play the you game. put this on their head and, and you, you show them all, all about the brain. What else happens?
0: Uh, show them what their default brain activity might be. So is, is their main pattern a brown colour, which is theta? Is it an up colour, which is... Um, purpley, blue, or beta, or are they like that? So what's a beta? My...
1: What do you call it a beta?
0: Uh, well, it's uh, the brain waves or the electricity in the brain is divided into Greek alphabet. So it goes from from delta to theta to alpha, uh, beta, and up to gamma. So gamma's high, beta's high, theta's low. So we look so, at what so the beta, default is.
1: beta is the cocaine guy?
0: Uh, yeah, beta beta, gamma was the cocaine guy.
1: And uh, down the bottom scale would be someone who's just relaxed and Pretty zen, chilled z- out. zend out, not really thinking much.
0: That's exactly it, Zend out. So look at that. Um, we look at what parts of the brain are activating. We look at if you've got a modular or a non-modular brain. Now, the modular brain, as I said, you'd have one, which is the different groups all having to work to do something. Or the modular brain where only one group has to do something. right? So we get people to do something, like lift their arm up and down, uh, and that can just tell us, A, if there's six different groups or maybe one or two different groups. Yeah? Wow, um, cool. Get them to play games against other people. It's great yeah. when, the mani- when the CEO or the managing director plays the, the garage attendant and the garage attendant wins.
1: <laughs> you know, that's great. Yeah. That's another game. It's that's nothing not, that's to not do, do with Fu intelligence. One.
0: Yeah. No, no. Sometimes we do play the one, the Kung Fu one. Right. Sometimes we um, do.
1: There's there's a couple of uh, things on the market you can buy now. I think uh, they're, they're meditation tools. Hmm. Uh, one of them is called Muse. Correct. And they just brought out the second version of it. And I haven't tried it, but have you heard about it? It, yep. it, it basically trains you to be able to stop thinking and shut down your brain so you can meditate. Do you think there's yep. uh, there's there's a, it's a good thing to be able to shut down your brain and meditate and relax it? Because I, I know sometimes... When I go to sleep at night, I, I don't feel like I've slept when I wake up in the morning because I know my brain's been going a million miles an hour. And I think being able to turn off my brain before I go to sleep, like meditating for five minutes or something like that, so I stop thinking about everything I've got to do when I've got a really busy week happening, mm. I sleep better. And, and using these kind of tools would help. It
0: They do. Mm. I, look, and I, I like them. There's the Muse, and that's very good, and I've used that. There's another one called the NeuroSky Mindwave, which is quite simple. What's um, the
1: NeuroSky Mindwave? Is that the one where you, you hear the uh, the weather patterns? Uh, you hear what's
0: called a binaural beat, a oh, little yeah. beat that, that can come through either headphones or through your computer. Ooh, right. But the Muse does that as well. Like oh, The Muse,
1: yeah. can you can you can hear a, a rhythm. Um, but there's one as well, I, um, I can't remember what it's called, but uh, it basically plays uh, a storm in the background, and you hear that the, the storm is all, all of the electrons and beta waves going on in your brain. Oh,
0: yeah, Neurosky does that with a different program.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, and, then, and then you're just calming the storm and it, and it's it's training your brain to think that way so yeah. nothing's...
0: Yeah, you're right. No, oh. it does do that. It's one of the programs. I think they're good. They're, they're single-purpose electroencephalographs and what you have on your head is electroencephalograph, but these are single-purpose ones with one or two sensors and that's got 16. These are just one or two. Um and they read all of the electricity that comes out of your brain and they'll tell you when the electricity goes down or goes up. And when it goes down they'll give you certain signals and you think, okay, I'm doing the right thing now. Well, I'm
1: meditating now. This yeah. is this is the zone I should be in. And what so you meditate a bit, how often do you do it and how do you think it helps your life?
0: Uh, I don't meditate in the normal way. I meditate by running of being on the treadmill. Oh, I go on the treadmill three out, or four times a week. Fit. Right. Yep, sent out. Uh, anything rhythmic and repetitive, like swimming laps of a pool. Some people meditate when they do that. Mm. I meditate on the treadmill. Some people will put just a, a headphones on, listen to a beat. Some people will do a traditional mm. Indian style meditation. Um, it doesn't matter how you do it, as long as you do it.
1: Is there such a thing as brain food? Certain foods or drugs that you can take? I mean, we talked about uh, microdosing, but uh, you know, like vitamins or anything like that that helps your brain, like ginkgo biloba and stuff like that. Uh, they say there is, mm. I, the, and there's there's lots in Silicon Valley who,
0: who experiment with these little different drugs that you can take. Mm. Um, I think the best thing is nor, normal food, actually. Mm. When you eat eat a good meal, your brain goes into a, a theta state, and that's your memory state, and it's when you're most likely going to remember stuff that you hear. Um, I think that Uh, school children should be able to eat in class because that puts them into a theta state where they can actually remember what they're being told. Yeah, Really? If they ate.
1: So so you eat and get taught at the same time because it makes your brain more
0: receptive. Exactly right. In the
1: perfect world, you go
0: into theta by eating, by laughing... Yeah, laughing, yeah. and John Cleese knew this back yeah. in the old days when he used to have his corporate training days before Monty Python and yeah. and 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 um, Faulty right. Towers.
1: Yeah, training people by making, making them, them laugh and then hitting them with. But so that's facts. what you do. That's what I do with your infotainment, sort of. Yeah, that's right. That's incredible. John Cleese is a legend. I'm a massive Monty Python fan. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, well, that's uh, really interesting that you say that. Um, I mean, there's so many different ways to to make your brain do things like that. And uh, like a lot of people say uh, meditation is one that we talked about. Uh, But fasting... Can uh, can activate your brain. And I wonder if fasting puts your brain in, into that state because I mean we've been, we've been here for thousands of years, you know, dating back to the monkeys if you believe Darwin's theory or whatever religion you're in. You probably don't believe that, but you know our our bodies and our brains um, you used to go through this fasting state because we be looking for food. And, and 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 does that make your brain more active when when you would be fasting or looking for food? Look, or,
0: it's not an area I know cleansing. anything about really mm. fasting. I do know that. Uh, some people have come into my sessions where they've been fasting mm. and they tell me that uh, it aids their single focus. Now, single focus is the same as a meditation focus. Mm. So to me, perhaps fasting does put them into that same zone, mm. um, which is a theta zone, which is a very low electrical yeah. state. But no, I haven't done any research on that.
1: What kind of job do you think would put your brain in the most active um state of mind like uh maybe would it be flying a plane or would it be a someone on a battlefield or would it be a, a mathematician i think it'd be
0: someone like you who has to think of lots of different things at once realize that there's not only um you know your entertainment your your voice but there's also technology involved i think a battlefield will certainly do it
1: yeah because um, you're going to get killed you know you could, you could die that's right
0: yeah it's flight or fight stuff that mm. um Pilots, I'm not sure, because it's so much technology goes into an aeroplane now. Um, although, two weeks ago, funny you mentioned it, I had a, a, a woman from air safety in Qatar um, come in and have a private session wanting to know how she could read pilots' brainwaves um, and what they all meant. So, um, look, there's a lot of people looking into this now. It's becoming very popular Mm. Um, this idea about you know what your brain is doing
1: uh, yeah and people are, are wanting to hack their bodies and and be able to think faster think better be ahead of the game be better than the guy next to them and uh it's it's incredible to to be able to understand a little bit more and and hear a, a brainologist's perspective <laughs> yeah
0: look and, it, and it, i i find that people love it because it's all about them
1: it's all about them
0: yeah it's not about anything else it's about them and um, if that helps in the education process, if, if they can learn that they make new neurons by mm. exercising, uh, if they damage, they get a hit on their head, well, they've got to go to the doctor because you don't want your, you know, to lose some groups of neurons. Um, so if I can educate people and entertain them at the mm. same time, that's, that's, that's the job.
1: How far, off we, how, sorry, how far are we off being able to put one of these things on your head and your pictures be able to come up on a screen or whatever you think? Is that ever going to happen? Oh,
0: gee. I'd like to say it's a few minutes away. That would be good. Mm. But uh, no, what will come up on the screen is happy, sad, angry, Mm. uh, frustrated. All of that can come up. Mm. Uh, Focused. Words that describe your state Mm. but not your actual thoughts. And gee, in my sessions, I'm quite grateful of that.
1: Yeah, You don't want to know what's going on in people's (laughs) brains. No. Did you ever see a movie called Brainstorm? i think it was christopher no. walken was in it uh and basically um you know put these things on their heads and they they just be like not like the matrix i guess yep. plugging into the back of your head and and i was always fascinated by that and i always wondered are we ever going to be in a in a place where they can just plug something into the back of your head and you you can straight away you are all of a sudden whoa like keanu reeves i know kung fu well look i think you know, we have the programs
0: on Netflix. We have, uh, you know, Westworld and Black Mirror and all of those programs which are projecting a world 100 years on. Mm. You never know. And what they're doing in China is pretty amazing now mm. with artificial intelligence. Mm. I say amazing, scary, I really mean scary. And yeah, we don't I don't like that very much. Well, well, but
1: I think they had a, uh, some AI in New Zealand recently where they had two AI were talking to each other And they thought that's great. They're saying hi, how are you? Then they're doing some conversations about the world and about humans and about maths. And then it just went faster and faster until no one knew what they were saying to each other. It was just this confusing garble, and they had to turn it off in case it took over the world and we all died. (laughs) (laughs) Did the AI understand it? I think the AI knew what was going on, but But like how how many. You know, situations are going on like that in the world right now. And, and like, what exactly are they doing in China that they're telling people? What do you know about?
0: Yeah, and that's what we don't know. That's mm. what we don't know. And I think there must be more countries than just China looking into this. And the idea of brain Im- implants and um, being able to, as you said, in the battlefield, know what another mm. position is doing um, without having to use radios, for example, is you know, great for Battlefield stuff.
1: I mean, these these aren't brain implants, but it's sitting on your head. The muse, it sits on the head. But yeah. how far are we off people actually just going, all right, I'm going to install it. I'm going to put this in my brain.
0: I think I think we'll see it within 20 years. I think wow. we'll definitely see it within 20 years. What will be the first People thing? are doing their bodies now. They're putting things inside their bodies, like with barcodes and all of information, and they can mm. use that. Um, but I think um, there'll be things that we can install in our brain in order to relax our brain. So when we go to sleep, we can just simply to flick a little switch.
1: Oh, really? Which will... No.
0: Oh, it'll probably put a certain beat or a certain... Uh, tone. Tone into our head, which means we can go to sleep easily. Um, mm. To activate our brain as far as doing complex and multitasking activities... We'll probably have a switch for that, or we'll have us. We'll have it. It'll be on our smartphone. We'll mm. be able to just adjust it. Yeah. Now there's mm. a, there's a great thing called the deep brain implant mm. for people with Parkinson's or epilepsy. Right. Um, where in those conditions there's there's a, a couple, you know, some neurons deep inside the brain that are going off too high. Right. In this thing. In this thing. Oh, like, gross. Deep inside their brain. Is that a real brain? No, no. No. Okay. No. No. Hopefully, ours are softer than that. Mm. But. For, for Parkinson's, for example, their neurons are going up way too high. Mm. So for the deep brain implant, they put a wire down into the brain so that the tip of the wire is touching the crazy group of neurons. Put a battery in your chest with a lead going up through your neck, up through your neck, when, and you can have that on for you know, a certain period of time and it puts an electrical signal down into the group of neurons which shuts them up, which means you don't shake. Which mean the, the person having the epileptic fit does not have the fit. Now, if we can do that and stimulate certain groups of neurons to do what we want, turn off or turn on, hmm. really we can have lots of those different things in our brain to make them do certain
1: things. And so, are they metal or what are they, these things made out of? I mean, they're, they're just like, there a battery in there or what is it? Uh, the
0: battery's in your chest, the wire goes up underneath between your jaw and uh, skin. Uh, and then it goes, sits, it goes down deep inside your brain. So Whoa. they put it all the way through. They've got to drill a hole through your brain, man, in order to put the wire down inside mm. your brain. Yeah, and it's um, it's called the deep brain implant, and it's wow. a lifesaver for those with Parkinson's.
1: We are becoming robots, people. We are the machines, and and maybe we'll get to the point where you know. People will be putting stuff in their brains, and and I mean, we know we're going to get there eventually. Like you know, putting enhancements in their brains, mm. and certain countries will be doing it more than others, and yep. the, the other countries that aren't doing it will probably get left behind,
0: and they'll have to catch up, and they'll yeah. have to get more advanced. I mean,
1: like little things, like you mentioned before, um, eating while. Learning mm. activates the brain more. Yep. I mean, if a country does that with all their school kids for 20 years, then that means that it's a generation that is, is going to be way ahead of all the other countries. And look. If it a, works and makes that much difference.
0: It's right. And and America is doing it now with with high school. So, as a, um, a professor, John Ratey, or Dr. John Ratey, um, did research with high school kids that if they exercise for half an hour, 40 minutes before school, then have a good breakfast, their academic results. Go up, way up, wow. because of neurogenesis. They've grown new neurons deep inside their mm. brain. They've had a good breakfast, so their brain goes into the theta zone of learning, mm. and then they go to school. Then they learn, so they remember what they're told. So um, this study in America, called the Spark Study, it's just it should be revolutionising things in Australia wow. in education in Australia. We it need, should
1: be. We need to stick that in our Gonski.
0: Uh, we do, well, and it should if we've be in the we haven't got
1: that, that yeah. program anymore. What about the stomach being the second brain? What do you think of that theory? Yeah,
0: it's true, it's true. The, the amount of bacteria and the style of bacteria you have in your gut mm. um, can affect your moods. It most certainly affects your moods. Mm. Um, and uh, not just bacteria, it can be parasites that exist in your body, and we all have them. They can affect our moods. Uh, if you know Those people who have cats know that... You know, if they go too near cat poo, they might get toxoplasmosis. Yeah,
1: that, that's the crazy cat lady syndrome. It's the crazy. I, cat I know. Ap- I know a guy called Sam Mack, the weather guy from Channel Seven, who's definitely got toxoplasmosis. Okay, well, it's it affects but, your brain, but that's uh, that's helped him in his career, and that's made him the, the crazy, fun, wacky guy that he.
0: Yeah, it makes you a more risk a risk taker. Oh, for men, it makes them a risk taker. Uh, for women, it makes them more promiscuous. Oh, um, Sammy Power, hi, Sammy. <laughs> It's this research that's been done, what it does to men and women. And the whole aim of that, of course, was to make men and women uh, go out of their community so that they would be, perhaps be eaten by a lion and that parasite that can only exist in a cat, a, a cat creature, that parasite can then continue and Whoa. its life cycle can continue. So that's it made funny. humans more risky, so they'd <laughs> go outside, they'd say, oh, this is lion territory, I don't care. They'd be eaten by the lion, the parasite can then exist.
1: So the uh, the, the the whole gut-brain thing, that, that makes complete sense now. And, I mean, so many people say, oh, I could just feel like in my gut that that was the right thing to do. So, I mean... And the wrong thing to do. And the wrong thing to do, yeah. Yeah, feel that's like, right. Oh, maybe I shouldn't do that. Oh, I shouldn't eat that.
0: Your phrase, trust your gut, mm-hmm. I think... But we're going to be hearing that
1: a lot more. Well, I've I've got a mate uh, whose dad he worked at the CSIRO for a, a, a very long time. It's like twenty five years or something like that. One of his main jobs was to uh, to to study the gut and the bacteria and the microbiome in there, that, that everything that's going on, and uh, and create one. He created one of the best um, pro and prebiotics strains on the market. Right, right, and uh, it's called ProGood. And, and, and he said, we haven't even scratched the surface for what we know about the gut and how it looks after the immune system and how you know, it helps you with, with so many other things that we wouldn't even know about. Mm. So that's mm. another. Maybe you'll be putting the electrodes on people's guts and playing a game.
0: Well, it'll that's have to There'll have to be two lots because it'll be <laughs> electrode on the brain and the gut yeah. uh, because everyone's brain is different, so therefore everyone's gut's got to be
1: you different. You gut pong,
0: like <laughs> between <laughs> the brain and the gut. That could work. Uh well, uh yeah. Well, this is where fecal transplants
1: come into it. Oh. And, we're, and we're not going to talk about that, are we, mate? No, Mike? but but my flatmate, I'm 46 years old, I have a flatmate. Uh he actually had the fecal transplant and he was sick for such a long time and it saved his life. And did his uh did his uh, personality change? Uh well, he was a lot happier because he wasn't sick all the time. Oh, uh, well, that's yeah. And uh and, and it's such an amazing operation because it's Fairly easy to do, very expensive. you could I well, wouldn't recommend doing it yourself at home. But uh, you just need a healthy gut. And like he got his poop from the, the nurse that was there. And they said, Can you do you mind just jumping out there for a minute? And yeah, I, I they injected yeah. up his anus and, and then he's and that the good bacteria fixes his gut. Anyway, That's we've right. gone. That's we've right. gone way off topic here. <laughs> we're supposed to be talking about brains, now we're just talking a whole lot of shit. So how do people get in contact with you if they want to uh, want to play your brain play and uh, and get you to talk about everything brainology?
0: Well, look, they just go to Minds Brainplay, uh, M-I-N-D-Z, Minds Brainplay, and uh, I run sessions uh, for you know six people. We operate in, in New South Wales, Sydney, and in Perth, mm-hmm. and soon to be in Canberra, and we're trying to operate in, in other states as well, franchising into other states. But just go look up Minds Brainplay.
1: Cool, man. Thank you, Phil. Thanks so much for being on the mic. Thank and you, Mike. Uh, and good luck with all your brain stuff. I guess you want what's this thing called?
0: An electroencephalograph.
1: There's your electroencephalograph. Oh, it's dented your head, Mike it's a uh, it's left marks it has it's squished my botox yep. uh thank you so much for being on the show thank you for watching uh thank you to the guys at picture sound here in crow's nest who have let us shoot at their amazing studio which uh if, if you want to record your podcast here or you're thinking of putting one together uh they'll, they'll put it together for you and uh please if you've watched it all the way to the end or listen to this on the podcast please like it on facebook uh, facebook.com forward slash mike goldman live also the same on instagram and twitter and give us a cheeky review can give us a review, that would be amazing. We love a review. Five stars would be great. Not one star like uh, yeah. an ex-girlfriend of mine, which won't mention her name. It wasn't a very nice thing to do. Reporter. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't good, but hey, that happens. Uh and uh thank you for, for watching, being involved, liking, sharing, and uh and thank you once again, Phil. Okay. Mine's brain play.
2: Have a catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row. Dreaming of something better.